0: Some of you shouldn't have made it this year. Things shouldn't have worked out for you. You should have lost everything. You should have lost your job. You should have lost your mind. Everything should have fallen apart here today I'm telling you right now the enemy thought he had you he put all these things in you he hit you with the left he hit you with the right but you're still standing today and I want you to know devil we tell you today you thought you had us but we rebuke you in the name of Jesus come on give the Lord a shout hallelujah come on sing it out come on Listen here, here's Job. Job is just doing his regular day, getting up in the morning, getting ready to do what the day has called of him. And all of a sudden, they come and tell him, All your cattle, all your possessions are dead. Everything is dead. And then someone comes right behind them, the other running, and says, All oh, your children have been dead. Everything that looks disastrous, the enemy thought he had it because they hit after hit after hit. And sometimes it's like that uh, when you're going to church uh, and when you're serving God uh, and you're going forward uh, and you're in ministry and you're serving, uh, you get hit uh, after hit, hit uh, after hit, uh, hit after hit. Uh, hit, after hit uh, I'm here to tell you, that's when we got to begin to praise God uh, and lift up his name uh, and say, God, uh, right now I don't feel good. I'm not thinking straight. My mind's going crazy. My heart is feeling weird. My emotions are left filled. But God, but God, but God, the devil thought he had me. But I come today to empty myself. I come to empty myself like Hannah. Hannah came to the altar of God, the steps of the temple, and she began to empty herself. She began to pray and she began to yell and she began to moan, and say, God, God, I can't take this no more. I've got no joy. I've got no hunger. I've got no passion. I'm lost. I'm hurting. And God hurt her. She was crying out for a baby and God gave her a son. i tell you today, you need to cry out. Something God wants to burn something inside you. God wants to put it back in you. God says, come on, it's time to pour it out. It's time to pour it out. It's time to pour it out in worship. It's time to pour it out in prayer. It's time to pour it out, pour it out, pour it out. Pour it out. Don't you dare leave the shape. Pour it out and leave with something inside you. Leave impregnated with the gospel. Leave it it impregnated with passion. Leave it it impregnated with hunger. Leave with the dream. Leave with the passion. Leave this place, different. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Come on, begin to worship. Hallelujah. you begin to take everything off see the power of praise and the power of worship begins to strip away the pride strip away the shame Strip away the doubt. Strip away sicknesses. Strip away diseases. There is power in praise and worship. There is power when you begin to get a hold of God. There is power when you begin to seek his face. There is power when you begin to be thankful. When you begin to be thankful. And the Bible says. See, I'm telling you, church, don't you allow the enemy to bring shame and embarrassment. You let go. You let it go. You want something from God, you worship. You want something from God, you praise. You dance. You shout. You let it go because God is tearing some stuff off. God is removing some things. And I want us right now to begin to worship. Come on, lift up your hands. Sing Abba. Come on, come on, come on. Sick. And Jesus and the disciples were walking. And he said, Shut up, David! Have mercy on me! Shut up, David! Have mercy on me! And the disciples turned and told him, to Shut up, be quiet, and just he say, Hey, that's not what I want. That's what I want. I want my people, those that are sick, those that are hurting, that will cry out to me and say, Son of David! to be we need God's mercy we need God's touch not afraid to cry out regardless of how we are regardless of what's going on and how we feel regardless of what's taking place unashamed of what's happening i of your testing, I'm ashamed of your trial, I'm of the battle that you're in. And say, God, son of David, oh, I need you. I need you, I need you, I need you. I need your touch. I need your strength. I need your mercy. I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. Begin to speak your heavenly language the Bible says there was 10 leopards 10 leopards 10 people battling with when things when, they, when, they, when you had leprosy you had to say unclean unclean dirty Found nobody. They had a refuge for them, a distant place for them. They couldn't be around anybody that was helping. And here's Jesus. When they came to Jesus, these ten leopards. See, your leprosy can be whatever you are struggling with today. Your leprosy can be whatever you're battling with in your mind, in your heart. Your leprosy can be what battling, in your marriage with your children. It's something taking place that just makes you feel unworthy, makes you feel like, ugh. Jesus looked at them and told them, you know, just go. On your way, you'll be healed. You'll be all right. The Bible says that they turned. And as they started to walk, you got to understand about leprosy. Leprosy, you start, your fingers start falling off, your skin starts falling off, your toes start falling off. It didn't hurt to walk. And sometimes it's a hurt to have faith. It'll pull from you to have faith, to trust what God tells you to do. It'll pull from you when God begins to tell you, hey, I want you to do this, and I want you to do this. I, I'm telling you, man. I'm a man of faith, but sometimes my faith sometimes scares me. Because I do things sometimes that just I'm like, I don't say nothing, but I I, 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 I sometimes fear where it hits me. But it hurts to have faith, man it costs you, man. And and then he started walking. And just as they were walking, you can see their flesh begin to heal. Fingers begin to grow. Skin begin to be restored. Back like a baby again. And they just kept on going. They kept on going. Kept on going to whatever they got themselves out of. Walked back into whatever they did. But there was a one. There was a one. That started walking and started seeing something different and turned back around. And he turned back to Jesus. And he started walking back. I believe he started running back. I believe he was shouting. He was grateful. I believe he had a rejoicing spirit. And when he got to Jesus, he looked at Jesus. Jesus, said, wasn't there 10 of you? God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want to be ungrateful like the other nine, unthankful like the other nine, but I want to be thankful like that one. Oh, come on, somebody, like that one. Like that one. Like that one. I want us just to lift up your hands, and I want to just begin to get a hold of God. Hallelujah just begin to thank him. Just begin to thank him for everything he's done for you. Everything that's taking place. Everything that is happening right now, just begin to thank him. Begin to thank him for things that he's already doing that you don't see that is already happening. Because that's what faith is. is seeing the unseen, believing that he's done. Just begin to thank him that he's doing it. It might look a little weird. It might look a little weird right now, but it's okay. It's going to be all right. Come on, just begin to thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for touching me. Thank you for restoring me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you, God. thank you. That I trusted you in the hardest times of my life. Come on, I thank you for distrusting God. Come on, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, because trusting God releases kingdom. Trusting God, trust. Come on. Let's give the Lord a shout tonight. Come on, somebody, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. As you make your ways back, we'll stay in the spirit of worship. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As the ushers make their way up here, as we get ready to give, tonight church as we give tonight if you need an envelope lift your hand the ushers will give you an envelope They have the different ways to give that are up there you may be seated hallelujah hallelujah Jesus hands are going up they are coming with the envelopes this is an act of worship this is an act of thankful thankfulness when she gave the two mites Jesus seen a lot there. He seen her attitude in her giving. He seen her heart when she gave. I've always told you giving is not a money issue. It's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. Uh, Not giving your tithes and not giving what belongs to the Lord is not going to keep you out of hell. But it's going to rob you of your blessings. It's going to rob you of the windows being opened and being poured into your life. It's going to rob you of rebuking the devourer of the enemy. It's going to rob you of the curses that are coming your way. Because when you rob God, you're cursed with the curse, the Bible says. And we do this to ourselves. And we start seeing the damage that takes place when we begin to rob God financially. It gets into our physical and then it gets into a lot of things, into our lives, and it creates a big old mess. Now you have... More bills that came out of nowhere. All these things are happening because the Bible says also they start having holes in your pocket. You try to hold, but nothing is there. It's kept. Because the enemy's tactic is to rob you, to come, steal, kill, and destroy everything. And as we give to God, it rebukes the devoured. Here's the woman. And Jesus looks and sees it. And, and it moves him to get the disciples to tell him, Man, this woman. That's the power of giving what belongs to God. God sees our heart. God sees our attitude. And it shows that God does care when he sees what we give. Just sitting there watching. And I want to challenge you today. Trust God. Be grateful. Be thankful. God, I'm thankful for everything. I'm grateful for what he's done in my life. I'm grateful for the things that he's continually doing for me. Amen. There was times that, that I didn't have nothing, times that we struggled, me and my wife struggled hard. I mean, you're talking about years and years and years and years, and we never robbed God. We always gave, and all of a sudden, we've seen the seeds grow, and we've seen the financial breakthrough, and we see the greatness of it. Because why? It's because we as believers have to understand the law of giving. I tell people all the time, I tell the church, some people don't give because they don't know how much they give. 10% belongs to the Lord before they pull everything out. Two, some don't understand what it does. I just talked about it rebukes the devourer of the enemy. It rebukes the curse. It opens up the windows. It pours out a blessing. He said, try me this that I don't won't do this for you. Third, some people just don't give because they don't care, which is fine. That's on you. But I want you to know these are the reasons why we give because we love God. Come on, somebody, because we are grateful. Amen. It's not a money issue. I tell you, it's not a money issue. It's a heart issue. When you're grateful and you're thankful, man, sh- help me, Jesus. Amen. It's something when God's people get saved and their wallet too. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray and we're going to give to God what belongs to God. Amen. I, I came in this morning. I came here today and said, man, I, said, I just had a burden to give. had a burden to give. I said, God, I just want to give. You've given so much. You've been so good. Even in the times when the wells were dry, you still were good. Come on, somebody, you still were good. My situations weren't, but you were. And that's where the challenges come. This is where our faithfulness comes. This is where commitment comes. This is where our trust falls in place, amen. Like Job said, not just in the good, but also in the bad. Because we're going to face good, bad, and the ugly, amen. But we continue trusting God through it all. Through it all. Come on, somebody, amen. We're going to give as we're going to pray for our offering and our tithes. Father, we just thank you, Father God, for the ability to give to you what belongs to you, God. Thank you, Father God, for providing. Thank you, Father God, for everything that you're doing, Lord, within our lives, God. And we just come tonight to show an attitude of gratitude to give to you what belongs to you, Father God, our 10%, God. I'll honor you, Father God, that you rebuke the devourer of the enemy, God, that you would open up the windows of heaven, that you'll pour the blessing out, Father God, Lord Jesus, that it'll run it over into our families, our loved ones, and our children, oh God. Lord, we just want to thank you, Father. I pray for those that need a raise, provide a raise, God. Those that need a new position, provide a new position, God. I pray for those with their businesses, provide greatness in their businesses, Father God. That you would continue doing everything, Father God. That we thank you, we honor you, we glorify you. We pray you bless this offering tonight in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. Come on, let's all stand tonight, church.